The Yankees and Mets are still dominating. Bryce Harper is on a roll since he moved to DH, and Shohei Otani is having issues. We'll talk about all that and more coming up here on Total Bases. All right, welcome to Total Bases here on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. I am Mark Marino here with Greg Marino and Don Pastrito, and today is Friday, May 27th. So, as we mentioned in the intro, the Yankees and Mets are continuing to dominate in each league. Yeah. Which I don't um, think people fully expected at the start of the year, although like, there were certainly some possibilities well, I mean, it that was, it would be great. It was obvious that both the teams, you know, were trying to be really good, of course. Like, you know, they kind of loaded up mm-hmm. their rosters mm-hmm. in the offseason, and now those rosters are performing pretty well. It was just a question of, you know, like knowing the history of especially the Mets, like will they actually perform well? And yeah. I, I'm st- I'm shocked with the Mets that they're actually being this good. Uh, the Yankees, not so much. But, you know, I, I'm, I am surprised the Yankees are being as good as they're being. I mean, they have the best record in baseball. They've had it for a while now. And they're just cruising. I mean, they have a – I think it's mainly their starting pitching because their offense has been – well, it's been good. I, I think it's been mostly just Judge and Stanton. And their starting pitching and their bullpen, actually, not so much rolling, but it's really their starting pitching has been really good. I mean, I don't think there's been a single one of their starting pitchers mm-hmm. lately who has had, a, like, a bad start. No, if yeah. they're starting pitching, Nestor Cortez has been that kind of unexpected mm-hmm. ace of the mm-hmm. staff. 53 innings and a 170 ERA. So yeah, he had another dominant start yesterday. So mm-hmm. that's now becoming a pretty substantial mm-hmm. sample size in which he is dominating. And then... They've got Cole, who's doing well, though he's actually maybe underachieving by a little bit for his standards. Mm-hmm. And also the back half of their rotation, Tyon, Severino, and Montgomery, mm-hmm. have all been really effective. Yeah, I mean, all five of their starting pitchers have been very good, and not lately not one of them has had a bad start. Yeah. I mean, they've been just performing I, very well, star after star. If you look at yeah. their starting pitchers, you don't see a single ERA over a 3.31, which is yeah. Garrett Cole, actually, with the highest yeah. ERA on the yeah. staff. Remember, they also they pitched pretty well throughout all of last year, so it kind of seems like the Yankees are finding ways to get a lot out of their pitching. And it's not just the starting pitching. The, there's been a couple of random guys in the bullpen who have suddenly dominated, including especially Clay Holmes, who is, has like a zero I mean, I was, he wasn't a huge surprise because he was, toward the end of last year, he was dominating Yeah, but as well. one of the things that the Yankees have found a way to get a lot out of pitching over the last two years. Yeah, so and, he's been uh-huh. really good. Michael King has been really mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Uh, those are kind uh-huh. of the two main guys. Chapman has actually not been good at yeah, he's, all. He's on the DL right now, along with a lot of other players Yeah, that on the is one thing about the Yankees is that they'd really avoided injuries almost entirely mm-hmm. for the first month and a half until this last week when they've been hit with like almost like half a dozen or so injuries kind of a crazy injury spike after sort of unusually low numbers numbers of injuries before now they're getting some unusually high numbers of injuries so we'll see how they withstand all that but however like chad green aroldis chapman like joey gallo got injured donald on the il like some of these guys are like not even good players. Yeah, so. Hicks is banged up. He's not very good at all. Yeah, Hicks <laughs> has really been poor. So yeah. it seems like really Giancarlo Stanton and Josh Donaldson are there are really the only yeah, two. Especially, yeah, especially Giancarlo Stanton. Yeah, Donaldson yeah. should be back soon anyway. Stanton's kind of a big concern. As we mentioned, Judge and Stanton have been carrying the offense. However, across MLB, it, there aren't really any like deep lineups anymore. Yeah, there aren't any has... teams that don't have a few 
horrible hitters in their lineup. It's true, especially because offenses this year, and a lot of people have been blaming the baseball this year because there was a lot of suspicion with the baseball going on last year about how MLB was using two different balls, and now they're like apparently using a different ball, but apparently it's a very pitcher-friendly ball, and it's yeah. not carrying as much. And yeah. there's a lot of talk about that. What do you guys think about that whole thing with yeah, the balls? I, I think that, that Mark makes a good point, and that we're seeing a lot of teams have a few spots in the lineup that are absolutely horrible hitters. Usually, a team could run out eight or nine players with, say, like 240 batting averages, 300 on base percentages, who maybe can hit like 10 homers across a full season. Mm-hmm. But in the, with the, like, looking at the Yankees right now, you know, we're seeing like Marwin Gonzalez, Aaron Hicks, Joey Gallo. Those are three players who have regularly been in the lineup who are just absolutely horrible. Yeah, and Yankees our, are one of well, the best offenses in baseball. Even if you say that Hicks and Gallo might not continue to be horrible, mm-hmm. those three players are all currently mm-hmm. performing horribly, as yeah. well as the catcher position, yeah. which is sort of somewhat to be expected. Yeah. But and again, we're not just using yeah. the Yankees. I mean, we're just yeah. using the Yankees as an example here. You know, we could yeah. we could name a lot of other teams with holes in the lineup like this. And I mean, I think a lot of people are mad at MLB for what they've done with the whole ball situation because last year they they there was a lot of suspicion about using two different balls. Mm-hmm. And now the ball is apparently not carrying nearly as much. I mean, I think really, like, they should be being more honest than they're being. Because, like, the ball is literally what the whole game revolves around. So, I, I mean, I think MLB is being a little bit suspicious about it. But at the same time, like, in an era where there's so many home runs being hit and stuff, I, I don't think I, I would hate a less offense-friendly yeah. game. I mean, I think that definitely the ball is kind of a big deal. As if you got, like, pretty much any other sport, baseball is really the only one where there's sort of, like, ambiguity with the ball and exactly how it is and, like, differences in it. You know, pretty much, like, you know, like a basketball and basketball or a football and football, like, there isn't really any ambiguity as to, like, how those are, unless you're talking about, like, the Patriots deflating footballs. But generally, though, baseball is pretty much the only one. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, we have seen offensive numbers down Yeah, I do year. think that there's been a bit of an uptick in offense recently. You know, as the summer comes around, offense should heat up a bit. Yeah, warmer, warmer weather yeah. does help the ball carry. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not fully believing that the balls are all messed up. I feel like it's just kind of a standard excuse. Yeah. And even if the yeah. balls are a little more pitcher friendly, then like, hey, we'll just have a bit of a more pitcher friendly season. Like, I, it's not necessarily the worst thing in the yeah, world. Yeah, I mean, we have seen a lot of pitchers dominate though, uh, especially you know unexpected pitchers. I mean, pitching. All around pitching's been better. Offense has not been as good. Mm-hmm. But we, we still have seen a lot of really good hitters, though, especially uh, Aaron Judge. Speaking of the Yankees, Aaron Judge has probably been the best player in baseball. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's just been mm-hmm. on fire. I mean, he has 17 mm-hmm. home runs, which is yeah. leading baseball by a lot. Yeah, it's rare that you see someone leading baseball by as much as he is at this point in the year. He has 17 homers. Second in the league is a few players tied with only 12. So big jump there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, and yeah. then he also has 36 RBIs, which is... I think leading not, as well. Not leading, but up there, number yeah. fourth in baseball. Yeah. yeah. Uh. So I mean, yeah, he's just been on fire. I mean, he's you know looking like right now. Again, it's only May, but right now, prime candidate for MVP. Yeah, there are a couple of other good options, like Mike Trout. As always, he's right there. He actually, he's like right there in OPS. Don't try to have a few more homers, but I mean, you could yeah. pretty much just as easily make an argument for Trout. At this point in the year, yeah. Jose Ramirez. Yeah, Jose Ramirez, as usual, putting up MVP uh-huh. caliber uh-huh. numbers. Of course, the Guardians aren't doing very well, so but he wouldn't the number seem to I have like much about on track. Number that I look at with Jose Ramirez is he's leading baseball in RBIs with 43. Yeah. So if you say like, yeah. oh well, he's not, 
his he's on a bad team, but like he's doing everything he can. Yeah, the, the Guardians have had a good happens. offense this year, but I do think that he's played a huge part in the offense being good. Yeah, because uh-huh. like he has more RBIs than any of these other guys who are saying that they should win. Based yeah, the on guys in front of him like probably get offenses. more pitches to hit because people aren't afraid of them and they're afraid of who's their mirrors. So like, but anyway, yeah. I I still think that you know if the season were to end today. It would probably go to Judge, I'd yeah, say. Yeah. He Raphael, seems like the best all-around player. He's great in the field, too. Rafael Devers so. is another MVP potential candidate. He's having a really good year. Yeah. Hitting 335. Yeah. That's the number on his stat line yeah. that really jumps both, out. Yeah, and also Trevor Story's having a great year, uh, which in the, mm-hmm. both Devers and Story on the Red Sox. The Red Sox, who started out mm-hmm. very not very good at all, are heating up as of late, mm-hmm. and... Kind of, you know, the AL East is kind of doing what we predicted it to do. The Red Sox are still, I think, still under 500. Yeah, 21 but, uh, and 23. But, but they were a lot worse before that. So, again, the four teams in the East, Rays, Blue Jays, Red Sox, Yankees, are all being very good. All They all obviously want to make the playoffs. Yeah. And that's going to be a very competitive division. Yeah, yeah, I feel like one thing you're seeing in MLB this year, just across the league, is we haven't seen that, like, rising competitive balance that everyone was talking about at the offseason with, like, the CBA. Like, all the bad teams are still being bad. There's a clear, like, line between competitive teams and non-competitive teams. Yeah. There have there, been There's efforts. no gray area, yeah. which is interesting because we also thought that the six wild card would create some gray area. you get more teams into the mix. But, I mean, you look at the AL right now, and it's hard to see any team in the Central other than the Twins who are leading it and the White Sox having a chance. It's hard to see any team in the West other than the Astros and Angels having a chance. Yeah. There have been no surprises. Yeah, it looks I, like... I guess the Twins are kind of surprised. I feel like everyone other than me really thought the Twins would be good this year, so I guess I was I, just wrong about them, but everyone like, else was right. So yeah. the way I see it, there's eight competent teams in the AL yeah. and then seven incompetent teams yeah. as the ones we drew up. Four in the AL East, two in the Central, two in the yeah, West. So the AL East is going to be a dogfight, and I feel like the Twins, White Sox, Astros, and Angels will probably all just cruise into the playoffs uh-huh. this year. So currently... I, if we are talking AL East, there's huge differences between the Yankees and the Red Sox. Currently, a ten and a half game lead, uh-huh. still in May. Yeah. That's a huge difference. I don't Red think Sox, the Red Sox win that division. Yeah. They have been eight and two and in the last ten, uh-huh. but really, and I just think that they'll have to face too many other good teams to probably make it. I, to I will card. say, I did, I did expect uh, the Rangers and Mariners to perform a lot better than they have been. The, the Mariners are in last yeah. place. Uh-huh. I expected them to be performing a lot better. I expected the Rangers with those two big acquisitions in the offseason with Corey Seager and Marcus Simeon, but they really haven't worked out. Uh, I, I at this of, point, I can't say I th- see either of them making the playoffs, no, but they're at, done. at they're the beginning of the year, done. at the beginning of the year, I I really thought I would see at least one, if not both of those teams making the playoffs, but now yeah. pretty obvious that they're not going to make and it. And the Mariners at 18 and 27 lost eight of the last 10. Like, they're 11 games out of the AL West. Yeah, and- yeah. I just don't see it happening. The I mean, wild card isn't a whole lot closer. They're done. Yeah. I, I mean, Robbie Ray, last year's Cy Young winner, they got him. Who They brought up Julio Rodriguez, who's, you know, might win Rookie of the Year. He's been very good, but uh, it just it hasn't really been working out for them. So I really don't see them making the playoffs at this point, which yeah. which surprises me. Yeah, Robbie Ray, the Cy Young acquisition, has been kind of mediocre. Yeah, he really has not yeah. been as nearly as good as he was last year. Um, in the... Uh, Surprisingly, like, even the A's are ahead of the Mariners, and like the A's were kind of expected to be you know, really bad and this they're, year. And they're being pretty bad. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, I, I, the Rangers yeah. are twenty and twenty three, so it's not like they're completely done. I feel like they're a team that some people might say I overlooked in my green statement. I like, you know, they're, you know, they're out of it, and especially with Semyon really struggling. Presumably, he'd get back on track. I do feel like Semyon got a bit overrated this offseason. 
not necessarily in terms of the money he got, which I think was a pretty fair deal, but I just feel like, you know, I feel like he was overrated on, like, the MLB Network top 100 players, and yeah. I feel like everyone yeah. says he's the best second baseman in MLB, but in my opinion, Brandon Lowe I mean, was. he did he did have a very good season, but uh-huh. it was only one season. Um, well, and I he think, had two really good years, but that's kind of all he's done in his yeah, career. I think as really usual. Really good 2019 and 2021, and they weren't that great years. Like, he only had, like, a 330-something on base percentage yeah, last I think, year. Uh, unfortunately, as usual, it looks like the Astros are just going to win that division again. Uh, they yeah. seem to you know, be incapable of not winning that division. Yeah, and the Angels yeah. are really doing quite well this year, 27-19. and 19. Their best mm-hmm. start in a while. So, mm-hmm. at this point, they've got to be playoff bound, you think. Yeah, and as we mentioned in the intro, like, Shohei Otani hasn't exactly been the reason why the Angels are being good. Uh, he's definitely been a very productive player. Really, the big difference for him this year compared to past years is just the volume of work he's done has been a lot larger. He's got about as many at-bats as a standard hitter and, like, almost as many innings pitched yeah. as a standard starting pitcher. So he's really upping his value there. However, he's he's kind of just being solid at both. Yeah, he's not being, like, really elite at either position. Yeah, I think people are going to be saying that People would put him into the MVP conversation, but I really don't think he deserves that since, especially hitting-wise, he has a 764 OPS as a DH. That is not really that valuable of an asset. No, so it's really not. It's, you're really mostly looking at his pitching, and his pitching has been good, but it hasn't been great. So I don't think he's an MVP candidate, and he shouldn't be... I, he is like still going strong, but recently he's had some issues. Like Just yesterday, he gave up five runs, six innings, and then he just said after in the postgame, oh, I had this... like." tweak in he my he, back yeah, and, he that stiffened... ca- and he, he literally said that caused me to pitch badly he yeah. literally said that. yeah i mean in in the first thing well, he said whole... that it caused his fastball velocity to be down which would be why he gave up the five runs so yeah because i mean that just sounds pitch. like an excuse to me yeah that's definitely an ex- I mean, he's been an excuse maker his whole career yeah but, but like it got somewhat bleeding yesterday yeah, yesterday yeah. was kind of kind of almost a comical example usually they, usually they don't like directly like yeah it, you know, attribute it to their poor play. It's like he would. I remember yeah. one time against the Yankees. Interesting enough, to you know, remember last year he he's going to be pitching against the Yankees next week in theory. But I feel like he might be afraid to. Because last year he gave up seven runs in 0.2 innings against them. So he's kind of using it as an excuse. Yeah, and the the news story says Otani told reporters that he felt back felt his back stiffen on a slider in the first inning, and it impacted the velocity for the rest of the start. Yeah, we, yeah, this is ridiculous. I mean, yeah. like, come on. Like, you couldn't have come up with any yeah. better excuse I, than that. If you're an MLB pitcher, like, uh, uh, hurt my back, like, you're not, like, 60 years old yet. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that just that's just, like, stop making excuses, Otani, okay? Yeah. Also, yeah, so, I mean, the Angels, but besides Shohei Otani, we've seen some really good players in the Angels, especially Mike Trout, of course. Yeah. So, it'll be exciting if we actually see Mike Trout play in the playoffs. Like, that, that might be, I mean... It's never happened, yeah. so, like... Yeah, and, like, yeah. they're having a lot of good bats come alive. Like, Tyler Ward is having a really great year. Jared Walsh. Even guys like Brandon Marsh. Anthony yeah. Rendon, though, is, again, being disappointing. Hitting yeah. 242 with five homers, 23 RBIs. He's really just being kind of bad at this point. Yeah. So, there is some room for improvement with the Angels. You've got Rendon, think he could get hot. Otani, in theory, should be hitting better than he is now. He's better than a 764 OPS by quite a bit. So, things know. could even get better I, for the Angels. I'm not really so sure about Rendon. Like, is Rendon really a good player anymore? It's been a little bit of a long time since he was, so... It's true. I mean, I don't know. We yeah. could see him bounce back. We could not. I, I don't know. 
Uh, yeah, he Mike... has had a decent number of injuries over the years, so maybe he's just kind of broken down. I don't know. He's never yeah. really been the same since that Nationals World Series run. But, yeah, last two years he's really struggled. So like, he might not get back on track. But the thing about the Angels is that their pitching has also been okay this year, yeah, which, which is, is surprising because like that's of yeah, course everyone it seems like they figured that out. You know, yeah. young guys are stepping up. Like Reed Detmers, he threw a no hitter. Yeah, Lorenzen's been, been a, a solid addition. Syndergaard's been a very good addition. Yeah, I can't believe yeah. that Michael Lorenzen is yeah, finally I, I, like being a productive. Full-time starting pitcher. I, I always thought he would if he got a chance, and now he's I, He's always been right. one of those kind of, like, interesting guys, yeah. you know, two-way star, but, like, I, I don't think he's hit yeah. at all this I didn't year. even mention Patrick Sandoval. He's been ridiculously good. He has a 179 ERA. So, yeah. like, their, pitch, their starting pitching especially is good, and people did not think it would be. So, like, the Angels, yeah. to me, seem like a walk for the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how far they'll go in there, but it looks yeah, like... they are the Angels. So, like, it's... What is it? It's not even June yet, and we're basically already calling all the teams that are going to make the playoffs. And it I don't seems... Know. Maybe it's a bit preemptive of us. After all, like, in the AL, yeah, like... are the... So, say the, say the divisions stand as they do now with Yankees, Twins, and Astros. Mm-hmm. Who's going to be the wild cards? There's three of them, but there's the Rays... Blue Jays, Angels, and White Sox. Currently, the yeah, White Sox like, are. Are you all like, going to pick the White Sox to miss the playoffs? I think like it was kind of. I don't think the White Sox can cruise into the playoffs. I think I said that earlier in the show. That might be a stretch. I do think the Angels came for one wild card, and I, I feel like the Rays and Blue Jays and White Sox, maybe the Red Sox, end up sharing the other two spots. I just don't yeah. see like a Rangers team getting in here. The I Rangers, don't think so. That's they I might think... win like eighty-five games, but that's not going to be enough. There's too many good teams. So it really looks out. like these efforts of MLB to make bad teams more competitive are just yeah. flat out not and working. You, we year. are going to have a similar picture in yeah. the NL as We're well. We're going to have some really good competition between mm-hmm. the good teams fighting for playoff spots, but I don't think we're going to yeah. really see those yeah. small market teams. Of course, teams we'll, we'll get see in what happens. I've, there's been some rumors of Red Sox could trade Bogarts. That obviously, that would be giving up for them. They're not going to make yeah. the playoffs without Bogarts. I don't. I don't think they will this year. With yeah, well not with this recent hot streak. We are seeing a similar pat- pattern in the NL as well. Yeah, turning yeah. over to that. The NL. Cubs complete no show this year. They lost. They they gave up twenty runs to the Reds yesterday. Yeah, and the Reds. <laughs> the Reds know. are running a bit of culture recently. I think Joey Votto kind of got the team going a bit. Yeah, they were that. three and twenty-two yeah. since. Uh-huh. I just like to point out that they did start three and twenty-two, yeah. and they're not doing yeah. anything this year. They're still. 14 yeah, I, I didn't mean to say they are a bad team. They've, I was more just saying that, yeah. that that was an interesting series between the Cubs and the yeah. Reds, and also the Cubs, you know, stink since they gave up twenty ones to the yeah. Reds. They've been eleven uh-huh. and eight over the last. Yeah, but the picture, 19, the but picture for the NL, anything. the picture for the NL looks like you know. Mets, Brewers, Dodgers, pretty obviously, are going to win those divisions. I don't know about if those divisions are going to stay obvious. The Brewers currently have a kind of substantial four-and-a-half game lead on the Cardinals, but I think Mm -hmm. the Cardinals could certainly make that division interesting. And then in the NL West, like, the Padres are right there behind the Dodgers. Fernando Tatis Jr. could be coming back in guys? What do you guys see? Do you see either the Braves or the Phillies making the playoffs? Uh, Actually, I would definitely give the Braves a chance. But I do think that it's going to be kind of tough because I mean, they're they kind are of starting a, a bit far back. Like yeah. right now, they're three games back. I think people and, expected them to be better. I mean, they won the World Series. I mean, last yeah, year. no kidding. They just won the World Series. I would say, if I were to make a call, I'd say no. I think that the three wild cards are going to be the Cardinals, Padres, and Giants as it stands now. I think there's a solid chance that the NL finishes as it is right now. I would put would I would put the Phillies Braves out. I would put the Braves over the Giants, but Braves and Phillies each twenty one and twenty four. Both being bad. I think Philly's no shot. 
Phillies just aren't good. Recently, they moved Bryce Harper to DH, and he's really been dominant since then. So that's going to be an interesting thing to follow. Like Harper as a DH, he might be better suited for well, that. Well, they put him there because he, he of an injury that he couldn't play the field. I mean, yeah, so he's, he's a, he is a good fielder that they're not having in the field. I, know, I, don't as think far as, I think he's got a yeah. good arm, but his range uh-huh. is not good. But also, like, he's on their team to hit, so whatever you can do to make him hit the best, and he's doing uh-huh. great this Of course, year. you look at that team and you see a lot of other guys need the DH spot, so I do think that eventually he's going to have to play some defense yeah. just because guys like Castellano and Schwarber. And, and, also, and I like, think while... Hoskins are all kind of DH. Well, as we mentioned, I don't think... The efforts of MLB to make you know teams more com- bad teams more competitive really worked. I think we are going to see a lot of teams that haven't made the playoffs in a while make the playoffs. Mets, Angels, you know, it's yeah, going to be. Yeah, but they 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 bought their way to the playoffs. That's true. The Mets and Angels did buy their way to the, the playoffs. Angels, not necessarily this year, but over the last you know several years. Over the last yeah. like five years, they've just been trying to buy their way. That's to the true. Playoffs but it'll be it'll be interesting yeah. to see you know some new teams in the playoffs. I don't though, think we're but... going to see many new teams in the playoffs aside from the Angels and Mets. Who, yeah, as I mentioned, we're not going to see and... any like. I don't know. Surprise, really surprised players. I've, team this year. It just it isn't happening. I'm still holding out for the Mets collapse, even though at this point it's looking. Yeah, same here. I, I agree with Scherzer you. Scherzer just got injured, and Degrom yeah, will be back for a while. I'm just gonna say it now once again. Not ruling out the possibility of a Mets collapse missing the playoffs. Yeah, same here. I, I definitely agree with you, but mm-hmm. I, it really doesn't look like it's gonna happen. Yeah, they've at got this a point. seven and a half game lead on the division, and also. If they don't get the division, the wild card shouldn't be too hard in the NL. I don't think the NL is going to have as competitive of a wild card race as the AL, just because there's a, f- a few less good teams in it. Yeah, there maybe are a few less bad teams. I think you that's kind of how that from the Central, which you know, the Pirates and Reds are horrible, yeah. and the Cubs are also really struggling. And then you've got the Nationals, but the NL West is really good. The yeah. Diamondbacks and Rockies are not being pushovers yeah. at all. I mean, the AL's kind of like a lot of pretty good teams and a few horrible teams or is the NL just more like a few pretty good teams and then some yeah. kind of mediocre yeah, like teams. Like Breeze, Phillies, yeah. Marlins, mm-hmm. you know, kind of Rockies maybe. That's kind yeah. of the story there. Alright, that's going to wrap up for this week on Total Bases as we're out of time, but we'll be back again next week with more baseball talk here on Total Bases on Radio Free Hills now, 101.7 FM.